Check this out. Welcome, welcome to the LDA Big Show. Hockey sports, life for the adult athletes. Yeah. Powered by the Beer League Players Association. You better follow me. Follow us. BLPA on every social media outlet. Follow the crew on Twitter at Nicker Jones. Let's get it. Here we go. Welcome to the greatest sports show in the world. Good week, everybody. Hey, guys, I got some bad news. Some very bad news. Um, obviously, you see uh, see Coach Nick there. What's up, Coach Nick? And you see, what's up? And you see Jess. Jess, what's going on? Hey, Nick. Um, we're missing someone. We're down, down a man. And uh, I think it's for good. He's left the show. I don't know if, uh, if the, all the ficus chat got to him, but ficus Kev no longer with us. He's not dead or anything. Well, look at Kyle Thornton. What a pussy. Just <laughs> <laughs> right off, right off the thing. Right off the rip. I don't, hey, I've maybe, got my maybe, dead bamboo in honor of ficus yeah. Kev. That's dead, dead ficus Kev right there. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's just, a, it's a sad deal that, uh, that ficus Kev is, a, is no longer with us, but that's okay. Uh, the show must go on. Uh, so go follow us over at uh, the BLPA, every social media channel. And uh, before we get going too, too far, we might as well tell you the show is brought to you by hockeywolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. ow. HockeyWolf.com, beer leaguers just like you and me, trying to make the game more affordable. So if you need team gear, if you need new sticks, if you need new skates, if you need new gloves, they're the guys to take care of you. Uh, Trav over there will take uh, real good care of you. So HockeyWolf.com, ow, 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 ow. Listen, we, we want to talk about gross dressing rooms uh, this this week uh, on on the show. I asked about it in the, in the Facebook group. And so we're going to talk about the nastiest dressing rooms you've ever been in. But our guest actually just showed up. And I don't want to keep him waiting because we got a lot of big questions for him. Um, some of you guys uh, might not uh, know his real name, which is uh, obviously John Nasty Morasty. But some of you might know him as one of the gyms in Shorzy for those that uh, watch the Shorzy show. Uh, but we're going to bring him on right now. He, he just showed up. So let me, let me, oh, well, now he just left. I guess he, uh, he didn't. <laughs> It, 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 it been he just messaged me say he's been like every time he clicks it the browser goes up and down so I, I'm texting he should be right back on oh there he is here he is right here I, I see him I see him showing up and as soon as his video hops on uh, but I, listen I'll, I'm gonna give a, a a really brief overview about John Nasty Morass. he played for the Danbury Thrashers I don't know if we see this we'll ask him about that for sure uh, but he had about a a billion maybe more penalty minutes in his professional career and his professional career, it, it, it spanned 2000 to, I, it looks like he just got, a, he got another contract this year. So he's been playing for a long ass time. Yeah. He's one of those guys that it, it's it, first off, he loves the absolute game. Right. And the reason when a player like him plays so long guys, it's because he's loved it. Meaning it, it not to kiss his ass and nothing, but it, cause he, he knows I love him to death, but it's it, he, he's an awesome locker room guy. He's a guy that's negative, never negative. He uh, will always pick you up. It, 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 he's just one of those guys that no matter how old he's going to get, he's not only just because he's tough, but he's a guy that you always want in that locker room. And especially a guy you want around young guys as well, too, to see how they really play at that level and how to how to be a pro. So, you know, Johnny's been a friend of mine for a while and it, it, he's a legend of the game. And, uh, and, you know, I'm pumped that he's on Shorzy. It's always awesome to see him on there and 
they got their second season coming up and um, I'm hoping he's going to be even bigger part, but um, he's a, he's a testament to the game. And on top of that two guys, he's a testament to the Cree nation. And uh, you know, when it comes to that as well, and we'll get into that. I know. Yeah, for sure. Cause especially we just, they just had the indigenous days and the, all the Canadian jerseys were absolutely insane. Uh, so we'll ask him which one was his favorite one. My favorite, obviously the flames, whenever you can get blasty and get like the, the feather headdress going on him too. It just looks, it just looks sweet, but there were, uh, there were definitely a bunch of really cool, uh, indigenous jerseys. And so I guess why we wait for him to come back. I, I saw him jump on and then, and then jump back off. If he, if he has to, um, Nick, you can text him and tell him, uh, you can even just use your phone and go on to the browser that way. And I know it sucks holding the phone like that, but I've had to use the browser before when I was out and about, uh, uh, just making my rounds. So, um, uh, before, before he gets here, we'll also talk about, I, I was just in Lake Louise this past weekend playing one of our draft experiences, man, Lake Louise is, I don't know if anyone has ever been there, but it's probably one of the most gorgeous places. I mean, it's out in the mountains. Like you're literally, you, you, the rinks outdoor, it's natural ice. It's covered a lot like the Philadelphia one, but it's, you're surrounded by the mountains. Like you just, you, you walk up, you look up and there's just big ass mountains everywhere. Uh, I mean, you got the wildlife out there. We're out there with a big ass fire going. We're grilling hot dogs. We're making s'mores. We're drinking lots of beer and we're playing hockey. And the cool thing about it is, is there's only two locker rooms. So you got a beer, Jess. So there's only two locker rooms. And so basically you share a locker room with the team you're playing. So why I like it is because decks, you don't usually have problems about people being dicks, but if if you are going to be a dick, then you got to see that the people in the locker room, you're just a dick to. So it makes for a, a lot of camaraderie and people have a lot of fun. And it's one of, one of, one of probably like, when you when you think about it, it's probably one of the best ones uh, that we do just because of that. Okay, I'm gonna bring I'm bring John in right here. Uh, see if we get John. Are you there? Oh oh oh. oh. I think we're I think he's having some tech issues. I see that mug. Yeah, I, I see him. Can you hear me? Oh, there he is. I think he's got free. He's just got some freezing issues going on here. Tech, tech difficulties. John, whenever you start talking, we'll stop talking. He's moving. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll keep going. Right. So, anyways, so Lake Louise. never a good moment to go frozen, right? Like, yeah, you're always no, like. It's, it's right there. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. But uh, but anyway, so Lake Louise, just incre- incredible. This weekend, we're in Omaha, Nebraska, and Tampa the same weekend. And I'm going to Omaha, a 16 tournament, the first one. Just 50th tournament we've done. And this is the fourth year. Going on the fourth year, this is the number 50. So Congrats. by the time this year's by the time this year's over, we might be at seventy-five. Next year we're gonna hit hundred for sure. So um, so I, I'm super stoked about that. The weekend after that we're in Boston, and the weekend after that we're in Austin, and the weekend after that we're in Ann Arbor, and then we have a couple week break, and then we go to the bash season. Uh, basically, bash season is uh, Philadelphia, Columbus, and DC all three back-to-back weekends for the team tournament side of things. So uh, definitely a lot of hockey to be played for sure. So super stoked about that. Um, Oh, here comes John. Let's see if we can get him wrap one more time. What do you think? Here we go. John. I wonder what he said. I wonder what the issue is with. with I don't know what's going on here. He said the same thing with the browser. Johnny, we keep seeing you, buddy. Can you hear us? Let's see if I can get him on some settings here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he, if he. Oh, I guess Adam. I see him moving. I might have to just call him. I'm gonna just have to call him on the phone and do do a phone interview. But I, 
Have awesome. the fun is this beautiful face though. I, I know. Look at that mug. Let's, yeah. let's, you know. All right. Well, well, let's talk about the, the dirty dress rooms you've ever been in. Uh while we wait for for John to get going here. Uh Nick. Well, Nick's Nick's text. I'm gonna go with Jess. Jess, what, what's the grossest locker room you've ever been in? Um I gotta hear this for a girl because like it's like, is it like men's and women's bathroom, like the old Sopranos thing, you know? Men's bathroom is gross, but you know, women's you could eat, you know, maple walnut ice cream out of the fucking toilet. Oh yeah. No, so totally. I, I mean, is it is it gross? Is it it's probably a tie between um Raleigh Iceplex and uh what is the place? Palm Beach Skate Zone. That in place is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And I do most of this rankings. Okay, so like a locker room itself, they're all kind of the same, right? The floors are wet with God knows what. There's dirty, sweaty sock tape everywhere. There's, um, I have found a condom on the floor in one of the locker rooms before. I think that was at Iceplex. And you're like, why? I, I mean, I, I just don't have questions. But it's always the bathrooms, right? So I actually had this question the other day. Most of the bathrooms I go to in the locker rooms always have like a toilet, you know, for your pregame poops. And then you've got a urinal. But I always find that the toilets have their seat up. And there's always piss all over the toilet. And so I wonder, like, what it what is that decision that you're making as guys when you go into the locker room or to the bathroom and you're like, do I use the urinal or do I destroy the toilet with my pee? I never understood that. Um, I'm not a man, but that's uh, the usually the bathrooms that get me. It's like, cool, I'm gonna have to sit here and hover and just like contribute to all of the mess. But um yeah, no, these are places where like I want to pour rubbing alcohol on my feet as soon as I can to try to kill whatever diseases there are. Hey, you know, uh, you said pregame poops in the locker room, and that just threw me because I would never poop in my own locker room. Never, ever, yeah. ever, ever would I. That actually should be the number one rule of beer league. And you know, hey, I think what if you want to text John, I think it's his internet stuff because his internet connection is way down when he when he logs on to this thing. Like we all have full full bars. And he he's got one or two, so you might tell him just to try on his phone. Yeah, I'm telling him just accept, you know, just uh, give me a second. It, you know, it, it's uh, it, that we're gonna we'll get. I'm getting his number to call. Okay, cool. Um, and so, um, basically, uh, let's just read through some of what some of these people are saying uh, on the BLPA. Uh, Northeast Skate Zone in Philly, trash all over the floor, overflowing trash cans, no seats on the toilet, cold water in the shower, no heat, and smelled worse than my skates. Uh, Somerville, Mass. So Nick might know this one. The old dungeon-style locker room did not have a restroom attached, only an old prison-style shower. Uh, the shower yep. smells like this. <laughs> and in a close second place, the Plano rink in Dallas toilets broken in the locker rooms. So there's a five gallon bucket in the middle of the floor. I, I can't, I listen, I've been to Plano before and I didn't see a, a five gallon bucket. I, that's actually pretty disgusting. Like ugh, that's okay. to be in the bucket. I guess so. I mean, why else would you put a five gallon bucket in the middle of the floor? I mean, for yeah, okay. beer, maybe, but if the bathroom is broken, I don't know. Um, let's see, Burien, Washington, no ceiling. So teams would throw stuff over the top at each other until it was time to take the ice. Uh, there was the old, the, 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 the old, the old Mount St. Charles rink in Rhode Island still had, I mean, up until I think about 10 years ago, they still had the chain link fence for glass. Oh, really? Uh, I mean, it, That's yeah, old yeah, the old chain link fence. I mean, those are rinks, but I mean, I, I have to bring it up. The rinks that the locker room, the visiting locker room in El Paso is absolutely disgusting. In El Paso. 
El Paso, you know, they have a North American Hockey League team, which is, and it gets packed. I'm talking guys, they absolutely love their hockey down there. It gets absolutely juiced. Uh, I'm talking packed to the, like, standing room only kind of place. And the visiting locker room, we went there last year. We get in there, the, the bathroom door is bent right it's just bent and it's in the it's in the locker room like like the bench right where you're sitting and the shitter's right here yeah right it's not like in you walk in open a door then the bathroom and everything no it's right there we get in there it's already clogged the lights are all broken the back door you open up the back door and it's just horse shit all over the place so you can smell it it, it, it's just a, it, it's a rough place. I mean, I've been to some pretty bad locker rooms. I mean, that one was pretty pops, but I, I mean, there's some places in Massachusetts and New England that are, they've been around for so long guys that it, 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 it's just, and they've never done it. Like at the old Charlestown rink, I mean, it's a great rink, loved it, but the locker rooms were rough. There's just some old places that Everett, Somerville, those places that you're going to, Nikki, those are, Hell yeah, those, are legend, lo, those are legendary dirty bonds. Well, I want to say, first I want to say hi to my brother. My brother just said hi to me in the chat. So hi, bub. Um, so uh, the, probably the, and not even the locker room for mine. I, I actually have two. Uh, the first one is uh, the Las Vegas ice center. And listen, uh, Bobby that runs the play. I mean, it's a great place to play because you're in Las Vegas. So what, what else are you going to do? But what I had a problem with was the shower. So, Basically, the showers are in their, their own bathroom in between rinks. And uh, the shower halfway through, they had like uh, four or five uh, shower heads. And then there was a little pony, like a half pony wall, and then a little door cut out. And there was about a, a ledge that was about, I don't know, probably 16 inches, but the drains didn't work. So the water would fill up and you'd it'd basically be like a bathtub. It'd be like up over your ankles and you're in actual dirty, shitty ass water. Uh, and that oh. really kind of grossed me out. Uh, but then there's another place. It's, it's in Pittsburgh. It's called alpha. Uh, it's in Harmerville, the worst dressing rooms I've ever been into in my life. And I mean, it is kind of funny that there's dicks drawn all over the wall. Like the, the youth team just draw. It's, it's, it's just a collection of dicks. Like it's not like it's not one or two. It's like the whole wall has just a bunch of dicks drawn. One one dick spanned all four corners of the wall. A big old dick. Uh, but what made it, what made it really gross is that my favorite kind. Yeah, big old dicks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the grossest kind of thing is that the walls sweat. And so it's just a constant mold. Like when it gets, it's hot outside, but it's just sweating inside and they're dripping. The walls are dripping and it just, uh, and, and we left our equipment out there overnight and probably the worst. That, that's no, probably, that's probably terrible. The, Did you burn your gear afterwards? Oh, I kept it. But John is here and he's got a full internet bar. So let's, John, okay. are you there? Do we got him, John? I see him moving. Oh, I can't, we can't hear him. Can't hear him. Now we can't hear you. We can hear oh, you. See your mouth moving from hey, It's perfectly clear. <laughs> Hold on. Nope. It's so close. We're so, we're getting there. We're getting there <laughs> I love you, sure. buddy. This reminds me of nighttime activities. We're getting so close. We're, we're getting so there. close. We're almost, we're almost to the party. This is called foreplay, right? We're just warming <laughs> up. Like we're torture, warming the crowd yeah. up. And once and once we get John on, it's just we're gonna climax all over people here. Right. Um, so finally satisfying. <laughs> uh, so someone else said Revolution Ice Gardens in Pennsylvania that boarded up the showers. Uh, 
during COVID and then took down the boards eventually after reopening, but they never cleaned. They had never had a plumber or did anything to these showers and it still smells 100% awful. Uh, Johnny, talk if you can, as soon as you can work it out, talk. I, can you, you hear us? Hear? Can you guys hear? Oh, we got him. Oh. Okay, yes, we got no. him. Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay, it's kind of crackly when I'm listening to you guys, though. I've never had this problem in my life before, though, so I don't know See, what's going on. That's the same thing I said, John. Like, I hear crackling in my headphones, and those two don't. So we don't know what's going on. We've never had this either, so we're not sure what's going on here. Uh, for the people that are out there listening to us live, let us know. Like, we have the chat. Okay, well, just I just, I just, I just... Yeah, we have Johnny over here telling us about a mad shitter yeah, taking a dump best. on the floors. <laughs> Okay, no worries. Uh, but can, can you hear us, John? First, I just want to let you know, th thank you so much for being with us. So I, know, I know you're a busy guy. You got a lot of things going on. Uh, and we, we basically gave you the intro uh, earlier when we first started to bring you on and basically said, uh, this is John uh, Nasty Morasty. He plays one of the gyms in Shorzy, and he, had about, he has about a billion penalties in his pro career. And I think that about sums it up, eh? Sounds good, yeah. Sounds good. Seven minutes are always good. <laughs> well, hey, hey, let me, let me, I love penalty minutes and you know, I had a fantasy league with a bunch of my boys and the, the, uh, the GM of the league turned off penalty minutes for points. And I got fucked in this league because I was like, I'm going to rack him up with the pims and he turned them all off. So I'm not sure why he would do that. I mean, they're an important part of the game. Uh, he also turned off, uh, uh, or he turned it off to where if you have, uh, if you have an assist and a goal, it's the same amount of points. It's just, it's a wild league. I basically just told him get fucked. Here's my $30 donation. I, you know, I can't even do anything here. Um, but anyway, uh, John, uh, first thing I want to talk about is we want to talk about, uh, uh, one, uh, your relationship with Nick. Uh, we talked, uh, uh, who'd we have on last week, Nick, Trevor Gillies. Yeah, we had Trevor Gillies on we were talking about, uh, we were talking about all the fights and, and, uh, Nick said you guys had had fought uh, quite a few times and just wanted to get your thoughts on, uh, squaring off with Trevor. Trevor. Yeah. Trevor, Trevor and him fought quite a bit. Yeah, Trevor and I, Gillies, we fought quite a few times, you know, back in uh, the American Hockey League and the in the KHL. Um, he was always a tough southpaw guy that, you know, I always knew that when I was coming up against him, it was uh, going to be quite the battle. But uh, yeah, no, he's a, he's a tough man, and and he was one of the one of the tougher guys that I've fought in my career, that's for sure. Nick, you got any, you got any questions to lead in here, bud? Well, yeah, I mean, John, I, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, sorry, guys, you know, but. Can you hear Johnny? I can't hear a word you said. <laughs> this, yeah, I can. I can hear that. Okay, so it, it, you know, John, obviously, you know, but I love you to death, pal, and had the opportunity to play against you. I never, you know, I, you know, I was never really that tough guy like you were. Um, but you know, you, you know, one of the things I was talking about, I think we lost them, but we did lose them. I don't. I don't know what's no. going on with with all the cracking and stuff here, but I, I hear it too, and that people are saying that uh, that there's a bunch of cracking going on, and I'm I'm trying to research it while you you keep talking. Okay. Uh, well, um, well, you know, John, you know, John, one of the, buddy, one of the things I said when we brought you up earlier, you know, Nikki talked about, you know, how you, you know, just signed a contract and been playing for a long time, and I said, you know, one of the biggest reasons why. John, you know, has that capability of doing that is because 
guys love them. It, it, it's about a locker room aspect, you know, you know, not just the fighting aspect, obviously, you know, I, I know that's what you've done over your you know period of your career in a lot of different leagues, but, you know, I think a lot of the bigger things that I've heard about you, John, and, you know, nasty and a lot of, you know, since I've gotten to know you, bud, is that, you're a good guy and you're a good locker room guy and a good guy that you want around the younger players. I mean, what really, what made you think about signing a contract again this year? I mean, why, you know, obviously we're getting up there in age and stuff like that. Why'd you want to play again? Or are you talking about my little stint in, uh, in Binghamton? Yeah. 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 One game's played. Yeah. Well, I was not, yeah, no, I only played one game. That was more of a, a publicity stint, I guess. Uh, I'm really close to Kevin Kaminsky, Killer Kaminsky there, and he had reached yeah. out to me earlier in the in the season and just said, hey, I have a, I have a friend that, you know, uh, bought into a, a professional hockey team and it's one of the leagues, and he said, you know, you're a really popular guy. Could we use you once that you're – oh, I, I'm getting a bunch of problems here, guys. Um, basically just asked if uh, I'd be interested in signing just – kind of like a phantom phantom contract just to be able to make a, make the news. And uh, so I said, yeah, no, no problem. Right. So I signed a contract knowing that I wasn't going to go play any games. Um, but I guess after I signed, uh, they got kind of a, a lot of a backlash about, you know, wanting me to come there. So, uh, you know, I ended up going for a game and uh, yeah, I enjoyed it, but you, you know, you're right. We're, we're too old and, and the games changed, you know, it was, it was pretty hard to go out there and, and, and try play the way I play when, you know, they're all young kids that are same age as my son. And, and, you know, most of them are kind of fans of mine. So it was really hard to, to do what I wanted to do. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't really meant out for me to go play any games at all, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Johnny, what, uh, obviously you got Shorzy second season coming up, pal. What, uh, I, you know, I know you probably can't give us anything going into that, but how excited are you for it? And, uh, you know, are we going to be pumped for it? Cause I, obviously I love, I, once I heard that you were on there, but I mean, again, you know, I've had the opportunity to play with you and against you and stuff. And I, I think you're one hell of a guy and I'm glad we've become friends. So I, I'm really happy for you. You know, I, 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 I pumped about this new season. Are you pumped about what's going to be happening? I mean, uh, what's kind of going on with that? I think I only caught about 50% of that, but I kind of got the gist of it. So if you guys can hear me, I'll, I'll respond. Uh, uh, as far as Shorzy is, you know, it's an awesome opportunity. And, and working with a guy like Jared Keese was awesome, you know. Um, it, it just reminds you of playing hockey back in the day with the, you know, with the team and, you know, we get to go there, guys like me, Jordan Nolan, you know, uh, Brandon Nolan, and there's a few of us that are there that get, get to uh, hang out and just live in the hotel together. And it's just like hockey, you know, so it's a, it's great. And and to be able to put on, a, you know, a, a TV series like Shores, you know, and it, it, it turned out to be quite popular, it's awesome to be a part of that, you know, that, that culture because, uh, you know, I never thought at 40 years old I'd be acting on TV and, and uh, you know, starting kind of a, a new career. So it's it's very interesting for myself. Um, but again, it's just, it's just fun to be in that atmosphere with those boys and, and being able to enjoy them and, and making new friends. You know, you know, like you said earlier there, I'm a team guy. It's awesome just to be able to there and, and support those guys. And, and at the same time, try try, try and make some money, funny jokes that uh, I was never more than one of the more humorous guys. So. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. It's obviously, I said season two is coming. I, I, I'm flying out at the end of March, so 
Uh, it's it's going to be a great, great, great time. So I got to know, do you guys actually get to play hockey with one another? Do you guys just set aside some time, get on the ice and just play puck or is it all professional? Oh yeah. I don't like the first, usually the first week that we're there, we just go and start skating and pissing around and running like a real hockey practice, you know? And then, uh, you know, once, once the shooting comes in where we have to do actual scenes, it gets a little bit more professional where you, you're, you're, you know, you know, you're all business, but you know, for a few first week that we're there, we go and just piss around and kind of get used to each other. Uh, you know, there was there was obviously the first year that we were putting the movie together. So there was a couple of guys and they actually had to weed some guys out because uh, they must've lied on their, their resumes that they played higher hockey than they did. And, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not the most, yeah, I'm not the most skilled guy, but I, I look like an NHL all-star out there compared to some of those guys. So, you know, after our first couple of practices, they weeded a few guys out and sent them because they just couldn't keep up with the play that we were doing. And, and uh, but yeah, like, you know, it's, it, it's real hockey out there for, for the most part of it. And then, uh, you know, that's something that we excelled in, you know, Jordan Nolan and, and, and Brandon Nolan and myself were aligned, obviously. And, you know, when we were told something that we needed to do, we were, you know, we did it for a living. So it was a lot easier for us to achieve that scene than, than the actors. And, uh, you know, Jared perfectly, you know, he said it's easier to train a bunch of hockey players to be actors rather than train a bunch of actors to be hockey players. So I think he's achieved his goal of, of bringing one of the better hockey shows to, to TV. And, and uh, you know, that's what I really like. He, he really kind of leaned on us hockey players on, on how things would operate and, you know, how we did it when we actually played hockey. Right. So he really, he was an awesome guy to work with and, and uh, he's at what he does and, and uh, you know, he's became a, a good friend of mine. Um, okay. Be- before I ask my question, uh, just so you know, that the, the, the fans that are watching the show here, uh, they're basically saying they want you to come back to Binghamton. And one guy says, you should have pumped the kid that tried to jump you in the home opener this season. So I just wanted to let you know that uh, we got, we got <laughs> fans in, in, the, in the comments here and uh, everyone wants to see a good pumping. Um, Hey, do you, so you, you talked about you, you're not really a jokester, but you get to do some jokes. Do you get to write any of your own jokes, or are they all kind of given to you? Like, does uh, Jared write everything and just uh, you, you read them off, or do you get to in, in, inject a little bit of your, yourself into that that role? Oh, well, you know, Jared's obviously got the lines written down already in his mind, but, you know, we've been sending him chirps here and there that we're playing hockey or when we're, we're out having drinks and stuff, you know, we'd say something, and, and you're, you're starting to see a lot of our chirps that we have putting into the script so it's it's pretty neat you know um but yeah the way he the way he does it he's he's fabulous at, fabulous at what he does um you know it's just it's it's funny he's a he's a hard hockey fight fan too so you know every day i'm getting getting videos from him and he's you know wanting to bring in different guys and he's asking what about this guy or what about that guy and and uh so yeah it's it's he just kind of he really let adapt to to that that kind of role uh, naturally. I mean, I was really nervous going there to, to start acting and, and my memory is kind of shit right now. So, you know, to have to memorize any, even, even a couple of words for me, it's pretty hard. And, yeah. and, uh, but he just, it, it came natural with him, you know, he, he wor- worked with us and was, was a great team guy for us to work with. So there was really not much pressure for us at all. Yeah. You know, uh, in, in the letter Kenny show, uh, he, he was kind of the town fighter that just, he'd go around and, and throw hands with everybody. Uh, any chance uh, you guys get on the ice and he, he tries to uh, to pick a few fights with you guys that have thrown him before? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I've teased him a couple of times. I said, "When do I get to beat you up in the in the show?" And he, he kind of laughed. I don't think that'll ever happen. But uh, I know that 
there's a good fight scenes coming up in this in this new show so i i can't release too much information but it uh it's, it's gonna be a fun one uh, okay uh, well let, let's move off uh let's move off of shorzy and and talk about a, a couple other things um, well, one thing I, I do want to talk about is, is your Cree heritage, but before we go there, I want to talk about, uh, the playing for the Danbury Thrashers. I mean, most of us that are hockey fans have seen the, the documentary out there. Was it really that wild playing for Danbury? Yeah, no, Danbury was good. And to be honest, I think the show didn't really do its justice. Um, you know, it was, uh, quite a wild ride while we were there and, um, you know, I said it's like the Sopranos while we were there, but you know, with me, I've had a pretty unique hockey career. So I, Danbury actually wasn't the most wild. You know, I played up in the Quebec senior leagues where it got pretty, pretty <laughs> wild. And and I also I also got to play in in Russia. You know, in in the, the first year I was there, I was with the Chekhov Vitez, and and that was uh you know the owner was 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 Russian mafia. So oh boy, um, Danbury was actually kind of, Danbury was actually kind of tamed to some of the stuff that I got to see. Um, oh really? Yeah, so, no, Danbury was awesome. <laughs> on awesome place, yeah. So we basically we need more documentaries about places you you've played in the Quebec Senior Hockey League and maybe some some Russian Mafia League. Like, what's the wildest thing you saw in Russia? Like, you you hear like obviously Wid on uh, Barstool Show Spit and Chicklets talking about the Russian gas and that kind of stuff. But uh, got any wild stories from Russia you can tell us? Oh, we got him it was on the working so good, and I couldn't hear a word you just said in that one. But for the last five minutes, it was, it was uh, perfect. Okay, well, I'll just Can say, you uh, that? yeah, we, we were just talking about uh, how uh, Wit on uh, Spitting Chicklets talks about the Russian gas when he was over there. And I just, I was just curious if you had any wild Russian stories you could tell us uh, about your time over there. <laughs> well, I could tell you stories all night long about Russia. I mean, there was, uh, <laughs> You know, I had the opportunity. I had the opportunity to have drinks with uh, Putin. You know, I got to. Uh, you guys must have heard of the, the Russian wedding party thing that Media Blotsky got into there. That was kind of a wild ride. Um, the Josh Gratton story, you know, flying across the ocean just to fight Gratton was kind of a cool story. I don't know. I got. I got stories. We could be hey, on here all night to talk about if you want. Hey, you know, we're, hey, we're here for. It, but tell us about uh, having drinks with uh, old Putin, because I, you know, you, you watch Putin uh, when he when he goes out and plays hockey, and um, it, he just seems like the type of guy that I don't know, like he he wants to be a hockey guy, but he's not really a hockey guy. But he goes out there and I guess tries real hard. But uh, tell us about having drinks with him. Oh, you know, just we we were going, we'd go out to the boss man's place there. He had it was called the Village, and uh, I always kind of compared it to the the. the TV show, you know, cribs where you, you see these houses that are, you know, you know, worth tens of millions of dollars. And it was kind of like that, you know, you, you pulled into this, to this compound and, and the, the guards would come around the, the vehicles and, you know, with mirrors underneath and looking and they yeah, were carrying machine guns. And um, yeah, you know, we got to go there and, and the boss man is, is the owner of our team. And I just don't even know his real name to this day. We just called him boss man. But he was he was well connected, you know. He had guys like Mike Tyson would come there, uh, Roy Jones Jr. He was a big avid uh, boxing promoter, and also obviously liked hockey fighting. So guys like me and Yablonski, you know, we fit in right away. Um, but yeah, just being able to go out there and sit and, and meet all these people that he'd bring out there was kind of neat. And, and one of them was Putin at that time, and you know, he he was just a kind of I actually liked him to be honest. He was <laughs> kind of down to earth, and you know, he he uh, the some of the stuff he said politically. It was kind of in line with what I, my views. So, um, you know, you see this 
stuff going on right now and with the war in Ukraine and stuff, you know, you obviously never want to promote, but uh, it just makes me wonder if there's two sides to every story. I don't know. Well, always two sides to every story. You never, yeah. you know, you only get, you only get what people want you to hear. Well, I think everyone kind of realizes that, but, uh, but uh, you know, you try to stay away from politics as much as yeah. you can, especially in beer league. That's, <laughs> um, but uh, okay. Well, let, let's, <laughs> let's switch gears to, uh, to uh, your, your indigenous heritage. And I was actually just having a conversation today uh, about the indigenous stuff. My, my wife runs a dance competition and we were out, I, I live in Calgary and uh, we were at uh, seven chiefs arena and we were just, we were just going back and forth about the uh, uh, indigenous heritage nights. And, you know, I was telling, you know, uh, the lay, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm interviewing a guy. He's, he's part, part of the, the Cree nation. And, and she's like, yeah, we'll just, uh, just tell him to keep, uh, keep playing hockey and give us a good name. So uh, first off, I mean, tell us a little bit about uh, growing up as uh, you know, as a member of the Cree nation and, and how that was and how that maybe uh, affected you uh, growing up in, in hockey anyway. Oh, it was, it was awesome. You know, I'm, I'm a very outdoorsman kind of guy. I, I love to hunt and I love to fish and yeah, horses. So I'm a very outdoorsman man. And, and, you know, growing up on the reserve was always a, a bit tough for me because I do have a, a white mother. So I, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm, I was always considered a, the white boy of the reserve, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think it toughened me up too. You know, I'd go out and we'd play at the outdoor rink. And I think I took a few lickings on the outdoor rink from some of the big reds kids and, and, uh, you know, just growing up on, on the reserve was awesome. You know, flying us first major. I got to ride horse, to got a hunt, I got a fish, you know, I, uh, you know, to this day now, I, I work with a lot of our youth on flying dust. And, you know, obviously it's a time where our youth are struggling because of, uh, you know, the drugs and the addictions and the gangs. So I try to use uh, myself and mentor and, and my horses. And, and you know, I, I spend a lot of time working with our youth. So it's, it's awesome to, to be able to give back to the community. You know, I've had a pretty successful career in life where I got to travel and leave and, and see different things and, you know, do, 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 do a lot of different things. So just trying to give back and whatever I can to my community is what I kind of focus on right now. For sure. And, and, you know, uh, just recently here, uh, you know, in Canada, they were doing the indigenous jerseys. I just want to get your thought on those jerseys, uh, which one you, I don't know if you've seen them all, but if you had a favorite one, which one, which one would that be? And, uh, and actually what, first off, I guess, what's your favorite NHL team? I don't really, I don't really watch the NHL no more, to be honest. I think I could probably name 10 guys, so I'm probably going to be kind of bore you guys in that one. <laughs> I, I don't like the way the games went, to be honest. It's, it's, you know, not even promoting the fighting, but just the, the lack of physical play. There's, you know, it's kind of a bunch of pussies to be honest, <laughs> but um, as far as the uh, indigenous jerseys go, I think that's pretty cool. I, I'll be honest. I haven't seen many, you know, I know that when Edmonton had a uh, Ethan bear there, they had his last name in the Cree syllabics so is pretty cool. And I thought that was a really neat thing. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of good hockey players up where I'm that, you know, you know, a lot of guys that were a lot better than I was, but they just didn't have that drive and that, work ethic to get there you know so it's it's sad so it's nice to be able to try promote guys um you know when i was playing pro and made my connections i would send a few guys to the to the states to go to pro tryouts and they'd go and and they were good players but i think you know just it's hard to leave home and leave the reserve and stuff like that so um you know so when you see when you see the nhl teams kind of honoring the first nations people it, it's a good feeling you know but i'm i'm not a guy that likes to have the the diversity i think it's just you know I, I'm not a big fan of using a race card at all. Mm -hmm. um, so, but yeah, like I think that, I think the jerseys are awesome to be honest. And, 
and it's it's a pretty neat thing to see. And and you know, even when you go to the Edmonton Oilers games, you, you see them honoring the 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 Cree. Well, it's not just the Native people. It's pretty neat to see. Yeah, you know, I I think what a lot of people, especially like uh, the beer leaguers in the states, and and you you talk about how you know on the reservation, there's a lot of re- incredibly gifted uh, hockey players out there. And I don't think people like we run a lot of tournaments as beer league tournaments, but the the tournaments on the reservation that I see are just absolutely wild. Uh, For one, they're huge tournaments and you don't just go out for a weekend and play for fun. Like it, like every tournament I see on the reservation is like, you have a $10,000 prize. If you win it, do you ever go out and play any of those tournaments? Do you ever get called up to, to, to go help out a team win, win some money? Oh, definitely. I actually, it was a kind of a thing that was trending, went viral this about a month ago. Uh, me and Dwight King and, and Roddy Ross, you know, uh, we all got, we got flown in on a private plane to, uh, to Brandon, Manitoba, because there was a big $25,000 tournament there. Uh, so it was kind of neat to, to get picked up in Saskatoon on a little five-seater airplane and get flown <laughs> because when they first call when they first called us, they uh, we I I told them I said I'm not driving you know 12 hours to go play uh, <laughs> Indian hockey. So <laughs> so they said okay, well what if we fly you? So you know we we got to fly in a private jet to uh, to Brandon and and we did really good there and um, you know that was pretty cool. And there's a lot of tournaments in my area and there's a lot of good hockey players that I go to and you know even get some guys that want to be tough guys in the, in those in those in those tournaments and stuff so it's always neat to see i for one have never fought in them cuz i just told everybody if they want to fight me I'll, i'm too old I'll, my hands will break i'll just spear them in the face I'm, uh, but you know but yeah it's fun and it's fun to be able to play hockey and and, and it's always fun to be able to play cuz you know for the majority of my career i've played in the states or in in russia so uh it's nice to be able to come home to some of these tournaments and have family come and watch yeah, for sure, for sure. Anyone ha- have any more questions for uh, John here? Hmm. All right. Well, we don't want to keep you all night, John, but we do appreciate you coming on. And even though with the technical difficulties, we apologize for that. We're, yeah. we're still not sure what what's going on with them, but uh, I still hear the static. But half the people hear it and half the people don't. So I don't. We're not sure what, but uh, I guess that's just technology. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, other than that, everyone. Sorry, guys. Talk- I feel terrible. I think like like. Well, we don't know. No, I just it's, it's saying. A, I'm sorry that I apologize. Yeah, no, we'll apologize sorry, to you. Please, brother. We just appreciate you taking the time. You yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? I know you, we know you're a busy guy. I'll I'll text you anyways, Bell. But you know, I love you. You know, keep it up, and uh, we're pumped for that second season. But uh, don't worry about it. And uh, thanks for coming on. You know, I'm sure Nikki has something, but really, but thanks for taking right. the time to you know talk with me and see me and uh, and always talk with me too as well. You know, you're always a good shoulder to lean on, and uh, I always appreciate your friendship and your help as well. Definitely, guys. Sorry, sorry about that. I couldn't hear a word you guys just said. <laughs> He's <laughs> professing his love for you. Yeah, he, he was telling you how much he loved you, basically. So <laughs> yeah, uh, just take it, it was all good. But uh, hey, we'll, we'll catch you next time. We'll get the technical issues uh, uh, solved. And uh, hey, have a good uh, season two of Shorzy. We'll all be rooting, rooting you on, and uh, uh, maybe you'll get to beat up uh, beat up Jared in one of the episodes here. <laughs> all right, guys, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, you have a good one. Yeah, See you later, thank buddy. you.
that's John Nasty Morasty right there. Uh, it sucks we had the technical issues. Uh, we're is not it sure me that's the going. asshole? Is it uh, me that's being the asshole here? I, I don't know is who it, it is. My... I, no, because I, I muted <laughs> you. I, I muted you. I was like, oh, I, this why I shut the fuck up. Yeah. But is uh, it me that's being the asshole? No, I, I don't know. I think we maybe it's just just some technical stuff. I'll listen to the playback and try to figure it out. I'm not sure what it is, but um, other than that, I mean, J- hey, John seems like a great guy. Seems yeah. like a guy that would that would be a great a great locker room dude. And we when we get the technical difficulties ironed out, we're gonna have to get him back on because I I, I want to hear some crazy ass Russian stories. I don't want to hear just uh, I can tell you some stories. Well, just tell me the fucking stories. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me hear. I like wow me with some Russian bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to hear. <laughs> so, uh, I love those it, perspectives it, though. Like I would never have sat there and thought like, Oh, Putin looks like a guy I want to go have drinks with. But if you get in that situation, right? Like how else would we know? And I feel like if there's anyone well, that's going to bring out the good in Putin, like drinking, it'd be, it'd be hockey player. So for sure. Yeah. And, and Johnny's, <laughs> it gets like, just like Gilly, uh, just like, uh, Yabo, you know, even a guy like Putin, and, and not to sound like a cocky asshole here, but even a guy like Putin wants to meet these guys it, because sure. they, it, 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 it's a, it, you know, high end hockey players, it, it's a totally different mentality because you have to live on that edge a little bit, right? You mm-hmm. have to be off your rocker, like, you know, and, and do we pay, you know, pay the price, you know, later on? Like he even talked about the memory aspect, right? I, I deal with it, Gilly deals with it. You know, like we talked about before, we have a call that we do every first and third Wednesday of the month of, with guys that have, have these problems because of it. So it, it living on that edge, and I, I think that's what's attracted, uh, you know, not only attracted people like that, it's why it attracts females, it attracts, you know, a lot of different aspects of it. So, you know, Johnny's a great guy, and I, I'm pumped. You know, he just texted me sorry and stuff like that, but, you know, I, I'm hope to have him back on again. Yeah, t- tell him. Well, yeah, we'll get him back on. We'll, we'll get we'll get this ironed out. I'm not sure what's going on. We've never really had the issue, but um, outside of that, Jess, I'm going to see you next week in Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna see your I'm gonna see old, old Jakey boy too. Oh yeah. Uh, any anything you want to do? Have you ever been to Boston before, Jess? Yeah, it's been probably like ten years. Uh, I met a guy in a bar uh, in Scottsdale, where I'm from. Um, he was in town for a baseball tournament. Um, he was from Boston. Of course, like I love the accent. I was like, oh my God, our accent was like so cool. Um, we ended up like exchanging numbers. He, we met on like a Saturday night at the bar. Maybe it was Friday. Who knows? Um, he actually came to my beer league game on sat on Sunday. And I was like, just started playing. It was really terrible. Um, so we ended up like talking for a little bit. And back when flights were cheap, um, he's like, come fly out for the weekend. I'll show you around Providence. I'll show you around Boston. Um, so yeah, like 10 years ago, I was a very outgoing and that's the only time I've been. Um, so it was like for like a day, uh, I'm actually excited to like go back and spend more than a couple days and know the guy that's coming with me for more than like 48 hours. Well, uh, Nick, Nick, uh, Nick was just telling me that there's a, what it's the Camerata square in, in the North end and there's a big picture and we're going to go take a photo with it. Well, it's not even a, it's a, well, it, you have to, like, uh, in the summer, like I told you guys, they have the Italian festivals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what they are, they're festivals where they're carrying a Saint, like there's a St. Anthony, St. Agrippina. One of them's called the Madonna della Cava. And it, it's, it, it's the saint that, it's actually my great grandfather brought it over from Sicily. It's the second weekend in August that runs three days. We have our own club. 
uh, you know, the whole thing, right? And anyways, so it's uh, Han uh, Hanover, uh, Hanover Street is the big street in the North End. It's like the main street, okay? okay. And Salutation, there'll be a, a, a street sign that says Vincent J. Camerata Square. That's my grandfather. So if okay. you guys do head down there, you got to take a picture underneath it. It's a requirement. If you guys end up in the North End, you got to do it for me because- okay. I think it's, we're going uh, to something... get in around noon on St. Patrick's Day. And then. Well, it's right. North End's right there. It's right okay. in Faneuil Hall. It's right near yeah. the garden. It's right there. So and if you guys okay. want, you know, dinner reservations or, you know, you have any problems or anything, don't hesitate to call <laughs> me and uh, I'll get you out of it. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Sounds like All we can right. get ourselves into trouble. Our objective is to make it to the draft party on Friday night. That's so. right. Good Just luck. Make it there, and then and then the games. But it, it, Boston is a great town. Like I'm going to get in Thursday. I'm going to go exploring Thursday. So I'll find the sign for sure, and uh, and 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 we'll do. We'll have a good weekend. I mean, you're going to hear from us next week anyway before we go to Boston. Yeah. So we'll talk more about Boston. Uh, but hopefully you guys will get to hear good stories from Omaha and Tampa because we're doing two tournaments in one weekend uh, this weekend. So it should be a good time uh, for everyone out there. Listen, hey, if, if you hear all the crackling, we're sorry. We don't know what's going on, but we're going to get it fixed for next weekend. And uh, and hopefully uh, we don't ever have this problem again. So before we get out of here, uh, anything that you guys want to add? No, nope. I just want to say no. uh, just want, real quick, guys, like I said, uh, uh, every first for any hockey players out there, ex pro guys that are listening and stuff, if you guys are having problems, need someone to every first uh, and third Wednesday of the month, uh, we do a call with a bu bunch of ex NHLers, bunch of ex tough guys and stuff. And, um, it, you know, you're not alone. Uh, we're tired of losing guys to suicide, drug addiction, overdose, and stuff like that. So, um, we've got a really good group. Uh, if you can just reach out to me on my Instagram coach underscore Nick 44. Um, it, it's totally private, uh, you know, it, it between me and you brother. So if you guys need anything, uh, female, male, uh, we're here for you and, and just something that I want to put out there. And thanks again, Johnny, and looking forward to, sh uh, Shorzy season two. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for John. Uh, nasty Morasti getting on here with us, even though we had the difficulties. Uh, all right, guys, we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys uh, next week. Uh, until then, uh, be good or be good at it.